tell you about the program that has saved me so much time over the years as an entrepreneur, and that is 17 Hats. 17 Hats is made specifically for solo creative business owners just like you and me, and it lets me automate a lot of my contracts, my invoices, my emails, my workflows, so I just get so much time back during the day. I don't know how I ran a business for so long without it. If freedom and delivering a excellent client experience is important to you, I highly recommend jumping in and checking out 17 Hats. You can sign up for free at 17hats.com, but also if you use our code DANGEROUS, you get 50% off your first year when you sign up for a plan. So check it out at 17hats.com and get back to doing the things that you love in your business. Hello, and welcome to the Dangerous Creatives Podcast. If you're growing your photography or creative business, you're in the right place. Each week, we deliver a workshop-style solo show, expert interview, or motivating story from our community, so you can tune in to find encouragement, motivation, and ideas to help the right people find you and your amazing work. I'm your host, Kristen Sweeting. I'm a photographer and coach, and my favorite thing is helping dangerous creatives just like you stand out in a world that just wants us to blend in. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Well, hey friends, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, it's just me, and we are going to be talking about our creative business success timeline. So this episode is for you if you've ever wondered, is this going to get easier? Are Is anyone else feeling the way that I'm feeling? Um, what do I need to be aiming for next? I am already at this place that I've dreamed of for a long time, but I don't really know what to focus on. I don't know what should come next here. Any of these questions, this is the episode that you want to be listening to because we're going to break it down for you through the years of working with hundreds of creatives on their business and their growth and their, uh, you know, from one stage to the next we have started to identify different stages in our creative business success. Not only that, but we have some symptoms for each one and we have some tangible action steps that you can take at each stage to move you towards the next stage. So it's going to be a really fun episode. We're going to have lots of tangible takeaways from this, and I'll be really curious to hear what stage you self-identify as as you're listening to this, or maybe you're like, I kind of am in between these two stages and oh man, I really am wanting to get to that next stage. I shouldn't just quit now because that is the other thing that I think many of us can do is we get to one stage, we think, man, I really saw this going differently. I thought I would feel differently by this point. And we quit when we could be moving towards the next thing, which might feel better for us, might be more in line with our long-term vision for our life. So buckle up, excited to go through this with you and please shoot me a message. Let me know which stage you identify with most. And if you start taking some of these action steps to move you towards the next goal. So if you are just starting your creative business journey, you may be in this place where you're realizing you want some more time back. You want to work towards something you enjoy Maybe you had a really toxic boss and you're like, listen, I don't want to ever have a boss again. I don't want to ever be in this position again. And I really love, I really love this thing that I'm doing over here. I really love this passion of mine or my friend is doing this thing and it looks so fun and I would love to try something like that myself. 
So that's kind of the beginning of all of this, right? And if you've been running a business for a while, I'm sure you relate to this moment. The realization moment for me came when I picked up a camera and I was having the best time. And then also that was paired with kind of a toxic work situation. I was like, I need to figure out how to make this thing happen because that would feel so good to kind of be in, in control of my schedule again. So that's kind of the starting place for most of us. And if you are there right now, welcome. I'm going to lay out the next five stages for you. So I wish I had this when I started. I wish I knew what to expect, what should come next, um, and what I was working towards. So hopefully this is super helpful for you as you start your journey. And welcome. It's one of the funnest journeys I've ever been on. Um, So I'm glad that you're here. So this leads into our first stage, which is our successful side hustle. So some of the symptoms of this stage, maybe we have lots of ideas, starting to get frustrated by our day job, um, or you had a moment where something clicked that nothing is going to change unless we change it, and you're starting to get a vision for what life could be like if you were doing this more than your day job. So the successful side hustle, you have clients booking, you are getting really excited about the work that you're doing, you feel the momentum building. Um, and you're discovering your passions and just maybe feeling a little bit overwhelmed with all the options out there. You're also feeling super motivated, super passionate. Oh my gosh, can people really do this as their job? This is so fun. So you're really clicked into an idea. You're starting to test it out. You're feeling super excited and inspired by your clients and just Oh man, if you could do this all the time, that would be amazing. So here are some action steps if you're at this stage, the successful side hustle. So you maybe still have a full-time job, still doing the thing, but you have your successful side hustle here going on. Some action steps are, man, at this stage, you got to post and share your work as much as possible. Building momentum is key at this stage and momentum can take a couple years to build. Just remember when you're building momentum, The more people that are hiring you, the more they're telling their friends, that all just spins out for years and years of this really great network that you're building. So while you have the stability of a full-time job, perhaps, build that network, build that momentum, and get your work out there as much as possible. If you're not quite at that stage yet, test your ideas as much as you can. Have some friends test it for you. Make sure that there's someone in the marketplace that wants what you want to offer. Get out there and start trying some different things. Really, the the biggest hurdle at this point is to get over the fear of sharing and doing the things and taking action as much as possible because that action is really going to move you forward through the rest of these stages. All right, so moving on to stage two, this is the replace your income zone. So maybe you are full-time in your business, you are quitting your job, maybe not, but you're like, okay, I'm making the same amount as my old job, not quite to 100K yet, I'm feeling like things are working. So here's some of the symptoms. You both are balancing freedom and anxiety because you're excited, but now you feel the pressure of having to make money, starting to freak out in the winter months because maybe income slows down and you haven't really gotten used to the cycles of business yet. So you're experiencing these feast and famine cycles where you'll have a month where you're like, oh my gosh, I had no idea I could make this much money. And then you have a month where you're like, 
I need to get a full-time job again. Mom, can I move into your basement? And this is so normal as a symptom of this stage because we haven't gotten used to the ebbs and flows of business. We probably haven't built recurring revenue into our business yet. And so we feel a little bit of that instability, even though we're having a blast and we're having fun and we're so glad we get to do this full time now. But man, is it scary, right? A ton of photographers and creatives stay in this zone for a really long time. But here are some action steps to move you through it and out of it. One, get a client communication system like a CRM. So you want to keep your clients in an email provider, in some kind of group so that you can be communicating with them over and over again. Your client list is important. So get yourself a client communication system, some kind of way of emailing them or promoting things that you're doing. Build up your marketing. Most of your time at this stage should be spent on marketing and spent how like really honing that in, getting the clients that you need, making those sales, figuring out your systems. This is so important at this stage. Also, if you are someone that is really stressed about the ebbs and flows of the money, (laughs) a recurring revenue stream can be really, really helpful. So there's so much to learn at this stage, which is why I think stage two is one of the most critical stages in our business because we are building the systems, we are getting our marketing straight, we are learning budgeting and bookkeeping, if that's not something you naturally brought into your business, knowing our numbers and increasing our client loyalty and sales per client. So if you're wanting to get out of this feast and famine cycle, focus on increasing client lo- loyalty and sales and recurring sales to those clients, and then get really, really tight on all the systems and the marketing and the background. This is what we really, really hammer in with Danger School is having these operations having your recurring revenue figured out so that you're not kind of like in this up and down of feast and famine for years and years to come. And then when you get those things really set, you start moving into stage three, which is the six-figure business momentum zone. This is exciting. A lot of us have always had this on our vision board, six-figure year. This is going to be so exciting. This is when I'm going to feel really great. And I'll give you a little heads up. If you don't kind of hit some of the action steps from stage two, which is getting some of these systems down, you're still going to experience a lot of the stress from stage two in stage three. So if you're like, okay, I'm in the six figure zone, but I'm still feeling like I'm in the, uh, the replace your income zone, go back and like really tighten up those systems and learn a little bit more about marketing and get that stuff really solid so that you can start experiencing more of the freedom and less of the anxiety. So once you're in this six-figure business momentum zone, you start to experience some more freedom, feeling a little bit more secure, feeling maybe you're starting to feel fidgety of like, what's next? What if this goes away? What if I'm cool this year? No one hires me next year. Um, And we start to maybe like, maybe, maybe, you tell me if you've done this, I've done this, um, start to sabotage our success a little bit. That seems to be a symptom of this stage is like, ooh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll like poke at it a little bit and see what happens. Also noticed at this zone, maybe we start to feel a little lonely uh, because we're afraid to admit that we've been winging it up until now. This was totally me. (laughs) Like I didn't want to admit that I needed some help getting some of those systems set. I'd been winging it a little bit. 
Um, so starting to feel a little bit lonely because now we're afraid to trust someone to let them in to help us kind of set these systems and get this marketing dialed in. So some action steps for this stage. This is another critical stage. The six figure business momentum zone is to become known for something specific. So if you can kind of lean in to a niche and I've talked about niching before, you don't have to niche and like, oh, I only do wedding photography or I only do this or that. I'm a big fan of being multi-passionate if you are, but there's different ways of niching. This can be around your story. It can be around a location. It can be around um, a specific thing that you're known for. It can be around certain types of people that you work with. There are all these specific ways to be known for something specific that can really help build that marketing momentum. Also claiming your place in your industry. So many people at this stage are afraid to be like, Hey, I know what I'm talking about. I want to be a leader. I want to kind of step up there as a leader in my industry, become the CEO of my business. Um, and again, focusing on sales and marketing is really important at this stage. I don't know it does, it does become a little bit less important eventually, but sales and marketing, man, there's just no way around getting around learning how to do these things because it can just, it can make business so fun and it can also make business so stressful if we don't, if we don't kind of nail those things down. And then dream about what you want to do next. Build some momentum into the next season. So when we're, when we're working with creatives at this stage in business, the six-figure business momentum zone, we often help people find one of these three paths, which is the up-leveler. This is, we're starting to raise pricing. We're becoming known for something really specific. We're up-leveling our network and our referral sources and all of that. So the up-leveler. The educator, this is the person that loves coaching, that wants to run a workshop, that loves helping others, that wants to give back. You might be an educator. And then also the maximizer. So you're already educating, you're already up-leveling, you're doing all these things, and it kind of feels like you're juggling and that all the balls might fall at some point and um, maybe working more than you want to be. So we're working on pricing, we're working on systems, and we're working on getting time back so that everything fits together and is moving really smoothly together instead of just kind of like hoping it all stays in the air. So this is where it really starts getting fun. And this is where I say, if you're at the six-figure zone and you're like, "Ah, I should quit my business, It's because I don't think we've had the vision for these next two stages. So let me spell them out for you because they are very, very fun. And I want you to experience these. So stage four is the next level creative zone. It's well-rounded. It's easy, lucrative, and fun. You have money coming in. You're doing things you're excited about. You have multiple streams of income. This is very fun. So I'll just tell you, if you're feeling stressed in stage three, Keep going because stage four and five are very fun. So some of the symptoms in this stage are maybe a little bit of overwhelm from managing multiple businesses. We want to learn some things like launch strategy. We're doing things that we didn't do before when our business was solely service-based. Maybe you have a product that you're selling now too. Um, potentially managing a team at home or in the business. So this is exciting, but also is new skills that we need to learn. Maybe we're outsourcing some things at home or outsourcing some things in the business. We need to figure out who the right people are to build into our team. 
We're getting our offer suite dialed in. So if you're offering multiple things, I think it's so smart. We just have to get it dialed in. And then maybe facing a little bit of imposter syndrome. But on the other end, we're having a ton of fun at this stage. We're making great connections, some of our business besties. We're saving for retirement. We have our like investments dialed in. We're bringing in help. This is a really exciting stage of business. So some of the action steps at this stage are creating content and giving to our community. This is a very generous stage because we've brought in a lot of abundance and now we get to share it with others. We're developing and launching something more evergreen, creating automations, speaking, and being a leader in their industry. So this is a fun, fun stage of being a little bit more visible, getting some of those automations set getting in front of other people, um, and developing some more systems around launching and marketing. So if you're still in the zone of like, if I'm not posting on Instagram, I'm not getting business, then there might not be that launch or marketing strategy in place yet, which is totally fine, but it does definitely help in this stage when you have a lot going on to get those marketing automations, that speaking plan, that leadership all dialed in because then you have a lot more freedom to enjoy the fruits of your labor. And then stage five, which is the really fun part and what a lot of us are aiming towards, which is the sustained success and freedom and flexibility point. You are optimized at this point. You have your systems in place. You know exactly what you're offering. You can offer it again and again. You have all of your launch formula ready to go for the next time. You have uh, referral streams that are dependable that are coming to you. So you always, you're never worried about where the next clients are going to go. You have a wait list of people waiting to work with you and you just, you got it set. So optimized, feeling real free, traveling if you want to, paid well for the time that you put in, a leader in your field and respected and known brand and serving aligned clients, giving back and feeling hella fulfilled and excited about what's next. So you can obviously experience a lot of these symptoms earlier in the stages as well. I want people to feel fulfilled in all the stages. But at this point, a lot of your work has paid off. Those things that you put so much work into, developing those relationships, setting your schedule, knowing exactly what you want to offer to give you the lifestyle that you want to have, that's all coming to fulfillment in this stage five. And so... The action items at this stage is like, how do we maintain this success level? And I feel like for me, a big thing at this place is creating space to rest, um, having coaches to hold us to our vision, investing into our business. We can't get lazy at this stage. We have to keep investing in our business, investing in our skills and prioritizing the things that we're great at. So at this stage, we shouldn't be doing the things that we're not great at. We need to learn how to off-board off those, outsource those, and really only doing the things in our zone of greatness at this point. Build in play and inspiration time and really being around others at their level of business and having people pour into them as they're pouring into others. So this stage is super critical too because it can be really easy to accidentally sabotage the work that we've put in so much to get to this level. And so having people that can really hold the space for them at this level to hold this vision, 
to be continually investing in ourselves and creating that space to rest and play and be inspired and lean into our zone of genius. Okay, so I'm going to go back over these. Have you started to identify which one you might be at right now or which one you're kind of moving towards? And does this check out? Does it check out as kind of what you're hoping for in your business too? Um, A lot of these can be edited a little bit to, you know, what your specific aligned goals are. But I think most of us are wanting to live in our zone of genius. We're wanting to be really fulfilled, have more flexibility, and to prioritize the things that really matter to us. So here's the stages again. You start with feeling like, hey, I'm trapped in this matrix. I want my time back. I won't want to work for toxic bosses anymore. And you move towards stage one, which is the successful side hustle. At this point, you're getting really annoyed with your day job. You're excited about a bunch of the things that are coming together in your side hustle, and you wish you could be doing this full time. You're building lots of momentum. It's exciting. You want to be working all the time because you love it. And um, action items at this is just like, get your work out there, build your initial client list, take as much action as you possibly can. And the people at this early stage, it's going to, um, it's going to create a lot of momentum as you continue to build your business. So just be unafraid at this stage, share your work, shoot personal work, work with people as much as you can and build that network. And then we're moving into stage two, which is the replacing your income zone. Potentially you're quitting your full-time job, starting to feel the anxiety, the freedom, but also the anxiety of now you have this pressure on you to make money, a little bit of freak out in the winter because income's slowing down. Oh my gosh, good month, bad month, all these things. Action steps is a ton of systems at this stage marketing, sales, operations, client communication, making sure you have your loyal clients dialed in and so that you can start building some recurring revenue, learning about your budgeting, learning about sales cycles so that you can rest a little bit easier and continue to lean in to this business that's growing momentum so quickly. So stay the course, put the work in, this will pay off and you won't feel this anxiety and and um, the ups and downs cycles forever if you put these pieces in place. Then we move into the six-figure business momentum zone. Maybe you're still feeling some of the stress of the last stage in stage two, but you're starting to feel more freedom. You're feeling more secure, maybe getting a little fidgety. What do I do next? Like, I'm a little bored. Maybe. What if this goes away? You're having all these kind of conflicting thoughts popping up, starting to feel a little bit lonely maybe because you're like, What if people figure out I've been winging the business side of it? I need some people, but I'm afraid to admit that I need a little bit of help. Um, Action steps. Start being known for something really specific and claiming your place in the industry. Focus on those sales and marketing. And this is where we work with people towards these three paths. The up leveler. So you're raising your pricing, becoming known for something specific. The educator. You're starting a new income stream. You're helping other people. You're wanting to give back. Um, you're excited about mentoring and then the maximizer. So maybe have a lot of offers already at play. You've got the, you've got presets, you've got products, you've got services, you've got courses, you have all these things and you just need them to work together in a way that still gives you the freedom that you want. So those are the three paths that we start guiding people to once they hit this zone. So they know where to put their, um, their effort as they're growing their business from here. Then we have stage four, which is the next level creative zone. This is the educator. We've got multiple streams of income at this point, 
it's super fun. Maybe we're starting to feel overwhelmed though because there's multiple businesses learning a lot about launching and managing a team at home or in your business, getting that offer suite really dialed in, your niche really dialed in, whatever path you kind of took. And so actions at this stage are giving back to your community. This is where people really open up and start being more generous with others, start taking on leadership roles and starting to develop more of a launching or marketing strategy that's more automated. So a lot of leaders in this stage, a lot of marketing automations, um, a lot of things that are helping them be more of the business that they already, already are. And then stage five, this is the the sustained success, freedom, and flexibility point. This is where we all want to be, right? We're optimized. We're traveling. We know when we're working, when we're not. We have things running automated in the background to help our business. Maybe we have a team or a small team or a team at home. Feeling super fulfilled and excited about what's next and serving aligned clients and spending most of your time in your zone of genius. This is doing the things that are really, really like you need to be doing them, but no one else needs to be doing them. So to to focus on at this level is how do we maintain this level of success, having coaches holding us to their vision, to the vision, investing, creating space for rest, prioritizing the things that you're great at, building in play and inspiration time. So this is not the time to be like all work and no play. Um, Having things that inspire us is really important at this stage. And then being around other people at the same level of business that can be inspiring you and moving you forward. So that's our five stages of creative business success timeline. Let me know which one you relate to most. Some people are like, hey, I'm between stage two and three, or I'm between three and four and maybe five, or I'm like moving towards five, but I still have some of the things from three. Shoot me a message and let me know which ones you relate to most. And if you want to talk more about that on this podcast, we have some spots for coaching calls coming up and we would love to help figure out what's going on in your business and do a little live coaching around it. You can apply for that in the show notes below, and we're excited to chat with you more. So thanks for tuning in to the Dangerous Creatives podcast, and I hope that you took away some action steps for your stage of business to go and implement from here. So let me know which things you're going to go ahead and do, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. This episode was produced and edited by the lovely Jen Madigan Creative. Music for this episode was written and recorded by Jamie Lono and Shammy D. Thanks for being part of our Dangerous Creatives podcast community, and we'll see you again next time.